Oh, hello, hello, and welcome to yet another exciting episode of Skeptics and Seekers. I'm your host, David the Skeptic, and I'm joined by a very special guest, the host emeritus, Dale Glover. Dale, how you doing? I'm good, I'm good, yeah. I uh, just wanted the audience to know, so David had been fired, he was doing a terrible job, and uh, David Russell has been fired, so I'm back as the... Yeah, who needs that guy? Um, <laughs> actually, none of that's true. Uh, Russell's doing a great job. Uh, he just didn't show up this morning. <laughs> so, uh, you know, maybe those of you who believe in prayer should pray for him. I have no idea what's going on. Um, so, uh, you know, both he and I tend to be very busy and a little bit flaky. Um, but we've never outright missed one. <laughs> so, um, I haven't heard from him this morning and uh, he hasn't uh, he's he's not responding to my emails, so that's uh, that's why we have uh, emergency guest uh, Dale. In fact, when I invited Dale, I actually thought that David was going to show up, and I was just going to uh, have them both. But um, thanks, Dale, for showing up at the truly the last minute. Um, and um, yeah, Dale has no idea what we're going to talk about. <laughs> so <laughs> I just saw check your email, and then the email says click link. So. <laughs> <laughs> and Dale being who he is simply could not help but click link. And so this is what happens when you <laughs> click links in your email. <laughs> you end up on Skeptics and Seekers. Uh, if someone else would like uh, to get to Skeptics and Seekers in a more conventional fashion, you could just write me an email. Uh, it's skepticsandseekers at gmail.com uh, and just say, hey, I'd like to be on the show. You're in. It's just a matter of scheduling. I'd like to talk to everybody. Uh, if you want to leave a comment, uh, go to skepticsandseekers.squarespace.com, find the most current show, and chat away. Uh, be glad to hear from you. Today, uh, we are going to be talking about, oh, guess what? Thanksgiving. Happy um, Thanksgiving, everybody. Americans. Happy <laughs> oh. related Thanksgiving to you Canadians. <laughs> So I understand that there is Thanksgiving in other parts of the world. Maybe we should just start here, uh, Dale, because uh, this is one thing that I, I didn't learn it in school, and I never gave a damn enough about it to look it up afterward. What is Thanksgiving to the rest of the world? Because America has a particular uh, myth about Thanksgiving. Everything you think you know about Thanksgiving is a lie, Americans. None of it is true. None of it is true, okay? <laughs> Do some research. But still, we've got a mythos uh, surrounding our Thanksgiving. What is Canadian Thanksgiving? So as far as I know, it's the same as the American myth mythos, and that's pretty much all I know. I, I know that the... Really? The Pilgrims, uh, Plymouth Rock, uh, Pocahontas, th th that translates to Canada? Well, yeah, we were all British back back in the day, like the, in the 1600s. We were all the colonies and stuff. So, yeah, as far as I know, it's the same same origin story. It's and a lie. It's such a lie. Um, well, okay, well, why do you have your Thanksgiving at a different time than we do? That's a good question. Um, I, I have no idea. Like, again, a lot of places in America are the same geographical situation or place so i don't know canadians just want to be different we, we're not american <laughs> so there is um uh, i can tell you there's some uh debate 
surrounding some of the critical dates that things were supposed to happen because it's all a lie. It's like Christmas. Um, it's just that the America, the world has pretty much agreed on December 25th, but it, there's nothing true about that date. Um, and so I guess Canada and America just couldn't come to an agreement on what lie they wanted to tell about Thanksgiving. What about the rest of the world? Is there Thanksgiving of some sort in the rest of the world? The, does the rest of the world even know what we're talking about when we talk about Thanksgiving? You're asking me, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, uh, Australians and New Zealands, I'm pretty sure, had no idea. Um, just trying to remember when we were talking about stuff. They, yeah. they don't even... What about France, England? I mean, it does does England celebrate Thanksgiving for when the colonists left? I mean, what's what's Thanksgiving to them? I don't think they do. They they don't have that. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, for crying out loud, the Australians don't don't even have peanut butter. There, there's something wrong with. Well, that. No. Um, <laughs> let's not even talk about them. Uh, we don't have any Australian listeners, do we? No. <laughs> so, they do. probably don't have the internet. Uh, but hey, they've got Ken Ham. So, um, wait a minute. Ken, uh, is Ken is Ken Ham Australian? Is he Australian? I think he is. Yeah, I think they got Ken Ham. So that's something, right? Yeah. Um, all right. So Thanksgiving, uh, it is meaningful to you know the North Americans. Um, what about Mexico? Do they do Thanksgiving. Um, I'm just going to start Google searching these because I, <laughs> I'm t as you can tell, I'm totally ignorant about a lot of it. I just so, eat turkey. I just eat my turkey and I'm happy. So. Look, uh, it was only in the last couple of years when I realized that there was a world outside of America. So uh, I'm a little behind. Oh no! What? Uh, what everyone else does? Via my Google search, believe it or not, Mexico does November 26 is their Thanksgiving. What are they? What are they celebrating? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Uh, no idea. I mean, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. They um, they like lots of alcohol. Uh, they right. stuff their birds with another animal, so that's a little bit different. Uh, lots of rice. Rice is important for them. All right. <laughs> Insane grace. This doesn't sound like Thanksgiving at all. <laughs> this sounds like a NASCAR race. I don't. <laughs> so, <laughs> beer and fried chicken. I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm. I'm happy with the Canadian American version, definitely. Yeah, I mean, so, turkey and mashed potatoes. I so food choices uh, aside, um, there is there are, are some religious overtones. Uh, to Thanksgiving. Uh, I'm sure you've heard. <laughs> uh, I'm sure those re religious overtones have reached Canada. Um, and I am not a huge fan of uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, and one of the reasons I'm not a huge fan of Thanksgiving is because uh, I'm not a huge fan of abstractly giving thanks. So I don't believe in, excuse me, a, a generalized abstract thankfulness. 
And this is where uh, I go off the reservation, as I have for the last few weeks, uh, by the way. I go off the reservation uh, even for uh, atheists. Uh, so when atheists listen to this, they're going to say again, oh, he's gone too far. You haven't seen the half of it. <laughs> I haven't gone nearly as far uh, as I, I planned it this season. Just, just out of curiosity, is there a single holiday that you do like? Because you, you mentioned you hate Christmas, you hate, uh, you probably like Halloween, don't you? Dressing up as Satan or something. No, <laughs> no, no, I actually don't like Halloween either. Um, uh, I'm, I'm no fan of Easter. So I think the big ones, no. Um, Memorial Day, uh, I, I think there's, there's something valuable in remembrance of of people who've sacrificed veterans day i i'm not sure why we have a veterans day and a memorial day but okay um labor day uh which uh after all of the the struggles of labor got us all a day off <laughs> essentially <laughs> most people a day off so uh i like uh, i like days off especially if i have one of those jobs it's a paid day off so yay labor day um i think my favorite holidays are birthdays uh, honestly i think uh yeah. birthdays are the only thing that are really worth celebrating uh because you know we're still here you know you wake up and we tend to count our age by years and so we made it another year we can look around and decide you know whatever mistakes we made uh, whatever good we did, whatever bad we did, uh, we survived it, and we're still here. Uh, so that seems to be something worth celebrating. Everything else, I'm just, it, it has a lot of baggage with it, and it's the baggage that I have a problem with. So uh, I'm big on celebrations. I celebrate all kinds of things. I don't actually need holidays to celebrate. Uh, I celebrate when I start a new project. I celebrate when I end a new project. Uh, I celebrate payday. Payday is a great holiday. It uh, is. Everyone <laughs> should celebrate it. <laughs> so, it's a holiday every two weeks. We, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I do celebrate a lot of things. Um, just these big national uh, pseudo-religious holidays. I, I just think there's there's so much baggage. It's hard for me to celebrate them wholeheartedly and thanksgiving in particular is one of those days that i really have um i think i probably have more problem with thanksgiving than almost any of the other ones i mean thanksgiving and christmas christmas and easter are right up there but of the three of them probably thanksgiving one it's as I mentioned before, all of the mythos uh, surrounding Thanksgiving are just lies. It's just lies. Just study a little history. None of it's true. It's a great story to tell children. Uh, you know, if you want to explain to them why we have this holiday, great. Tell them this lie of a story that, that we tell people. But that really isn't the case. Um, and I think that the more uh, we learn about what really went on, you know, the less we would maybe uh, highlight this particular holiday. So I don't I don't like misinformation campaigns, <laughs> and I think that Thanksgiving is probably one of that. People will tackle me on this um, in the forums, and I may or may not take them up on it. depends on how, how much time I have to devote to it. Um, but another reason, though, and I think the, 
the biggest piece of misinformation about Thanksgiving is that uh, God is somehow at the center of the thanks, that we need to be grateful for everything that good that happens to us, and we need to turn that gratitude toward being uh, who I've come to believe does not exist. Uh, and so I want to start out by saying there is a difference between being thankful and being appreciative. And I think that when atheists uh, especially talk about being thankful, I don't think that they really mean thankful. I think what they mean is appreciative. Uh, and so I might spend a little bit of time, uh, depending on how much we have, unpacking that. Uh, but I just want to set that up right at the beginning. I think that we have a failure of language, uh, and I know that uh, a lot of people disagree, and I hope to win one or two uh, to my way of thinking, if not on the podcast, at least in the comments. Um, so being thankful is having a particular feeling of gratitude toward someone for something that they have done for you. And being appreciative is simply... Uh, an acknowledgement and enjoyment of a person or thing. So, for instance, uh, I studied music appreciation as one of my courses in college. I was a music major. Um, we had to study music appreciation. Well, music appreciation wasn't about saying thank you to the musicians. It was it was about uh, understanding uh, the the various types of music um, and learning how to enjoy them for all that they uh, have to offer. Art appreciation is another thing that I had to uh, study. Um, and so, again, art appreciation isn't a matter of thanking an individual for art. Uh, it's rather, it's a matter of learning how to uh, acknowledge and enjoy uh, this form of expression. So, if you do something nice for me, Dale, and I say, I appreciate that, that is not quite synonymous with saying thank you. Because I can appreciate the thing that was done <laughs> without being particularly grateful. Um, and so this, this generic sense of thankfulness that atheists talk about, I really think uh, should be chalked up more to appreciation and thankfulness should be reserved and directed to an appropriate party who did something good for you. This is another reason why I don't um, go for this generic idea of thankfulness, because if you have something to be thankful for, you should direct that thanks to the person who deserves it. Uh, they, they deserve your thanks. Uh, and if you're just saying, well, I'm just generically thankful, this good thing happened to me, and I don't know who to thank, but I'm just thankful for it, then you're not really thankful, you're appreciative of it. If you're actually thankful for something that you should be thankful for, then you should direct that thanks to the right person. And if the right person is God, you see, this is this is where the, the difference lies. Christians just think that these generic things that we're thankful for, that all good things come from God, and therefore it should be directed as God— this is, this is what atheists kind of fall into. Well, I, I have that same feeling, but I don't direct it toward God. Well, you don't actually have the same feeling then. 
what you're feeling is something different. So I'll um, I'll let that stand as an opening comment. And you having had no preparation other than what you just heard, um, I will uh, let you respond to that. Okay. Yeah. So so I guess taking your first thing, your second. Uh, complaint the distinction between thankfulness and appreciation so in the first place uh before hearing this i always just assume they're, they're synonyms and google seems to agree with that for the most part but there does seem to be there there could be a distinction so in the first place the the feeling that we have that could be called the feeling the emotion of gratitude and that's just you know we all get that um in various ways um, perhaps I could take on board your distinction saying thankful is aimed towards a person, whereas appreciation is value-oriented. You're, you're kind of assigning value to something or someone. Um, but yeah, if, if my goal is to try and get you to, I, I guess I'm trying to convince you that Thanksgiving Day is, is good. Um, you could be thankful without being thankful to God. You could be thankful to your wife. Um, you could be thankful to David Russell being your partner and, and stuff like that. Or so you, you, even if you don't believe in God, you could still be thankful to persons on Thanksgiving day Would that. Is, does that make sense? Or you not see my little, uh, emoji there? No, so I, it's, I, okay. I did a thumbs up there. That's fine. Yes. Uh, absolutely. I agree. I 100% agree with that. Uh, and so for the sake of Thanksgiving, uh, you and I agree that when we have things to be thankful for, we should uh, pinpoint who we should be thankful to and thank them. Let, let me ask this then, speaking generically, what, why, why is it, do you think, even many atheists, as you yourself admitted, we, we do have this general feeling of gratitude and this feeling of, of you know, that reflects thankfulness. If, if there is no God, where, where does that come from, in your opinion? Is it all culture-based? Or, yeah, like, where do you think that general feeling of thankfulness comes from? Well, once again, I think that there is a difference between thankfulness and appreciation. So, uh, and I think that human emotions are very uh, broad and varied and complex. So, uh, you know, I think that our language, however, is very sloppy. <laughs> and so uh, we often uh, inaccurately describe what we feel, but we're doing the best we can. You know, this is why we have poetry. Uh, poetry uses many words to describe things that don't really have words for them. And so you have to express a lot and read a lot and uh, communicate a lot uh, to get a sense of sorry about that, to get a um, sense of what we really mean. Uh, and so I think that thankfulness is one of those things that just gets confused with something that's similar but subtly and importantly different. Uh, so, yeah, we, we have this feeling of what you would call gratitude, but I think that that feeling is more along the lines of what I call appreciation. And I'm not suggesting that appreciation is even the exact same, the, the exact best term, but this is why I put a lot of description around it so that people can understand what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's, yeah, I guess, um, yeah, like what, I, what I'm trying to maybe hint at is that 
it does seem that in general, human beings do have this very vague general, and sometimes they misapply it and that sort of thing, this general sense of appreciation, assigning value to things and, and persons overall in a, in a general sense. And yes. it, it, you know, someone, could, I don't use this argument, but someone maybe could use that in a similar way of saying, well, human beings in general have a religious sense. We are religious. And, you know, typically that gets into, well, that's evolutionary history. So yeah, that's what I was sort of probing you on with this general sense. Right. Of, but this is this is where the definition becomes pretty important because I agree that we seem to have a general uh, appreciation of things. Uh, if we didn't, uh, we would not be able, for instance, to distinguish nice things versus not nice things, and we wouldn't take care of things. Uh, and so part of this is evolutionary too. But that's different than uh, turning to someone and being grateful to that person for this thing. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I think that uh, this sense of appreciation, I'm avoiding the term gratitude because I think that that favors thanks as opposed to appreciation. But this sense of appreciation, I do believe, is innate. Um, I do believe that it is naturally uh, explained. Um, and, and even, well, actually, I think everything is naturally explained, in, including... Um, no, I got you on the record. No, there's, <laughs> there's something I win. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, uh, but yeah, I don't, um, I don't see a problem with with saying that a, a sense of appreciation uh, is innate. You know, when a when a person uh, sees a diamond, a, a large diamond for the first time, there's something about that rock. That is that is captivating and beautiful, and you know immediately that this is pleasing to humans in some way for some reason. I don't think that there's anything spiritual about it. I don't think there's anything religious about uh, you know the love of diamonds. But go to and ask to see the really expensive stuff. Um, it's it's stunning, uh, and um, it's it's awe inspiring, uh, and we appreciate it. We're not thankful for it, but we certainly appreciate Yeah, ascribing that value. Okay. Yeah, it's hard to, I, I think we need William Lynn Craig to come up with the argument for God from Thanksgiving or something. <laughs> I will be glad to trounce him on it if you'd like to bring him on. <laughs> well, I, I tried, yeah. My, my show wasn't good enough. So. Well, look, if your show isn't good enough for Craig... Nobody sits. <laughs> so. I him. He, he was. He said he was interested in coming on. He liked what I was pitching, topic-wise and everything. But um, my numbers were just too small, and I, I didn't have video. So, yeah. But maybe someday. You never oh, know. Dude, just lie about the numbers. Uh, I can't. Dumb. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> I, I was thinking of it. I I tried to say like viewers versus uh, subscribers or something, but yeah. Anyways. Um, Okay, so, so if I'm going to respond to this, um, okay, so let, let's pretend everything you're saying is right. So just a quick question. From the myth, is it true that Thanksgiving Day is really about thanking God? Uh, that may have happened just but through happenstance. You know, we're, we're, we're Christians back in the 1600s, so we're thanking everyone, we're thankful for everything, including to God. 
but is is thinking of God part of the mythos, or isn't it just the story that pilgrims and Indians got together and they were thankful and they they gave stuff? I think you're right uh, there. I don't think that it uh, was originally a religious holiday. Okay. So for 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 what that counts for, but I think that a lot of America wasn't what it turned out to be later. Uh, and so we assigned meaning uh, to things uh, that happened early. And unfortunately, I think with Thanksgiving, the thing that we assigned to it was religious. It became uh, religious. Um, but no, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not suggesting that it that it originated as a religious holiday. Okay. It, so, any more than I would suggest that the Second Amendment uh, originated as, uh, you know, the absolute right for people to carry loaded guns to church. Okay. So what I'm saying, though, is uh, why can't you separate that out then? Like, uh, is there I anything? Can. You can? Okay. Yeah, I can. Um, I can have a form of Thanksgiving. Oh, I see David Russell. How you doing, Russell? <laughs> <laughs> that, so look, the show up. the show has already begun, so don't even don't even bother saying anything that you would be ashamed of later, um, unless you think that would be good for ratings. Uh, in which are you case, uh, are you problem. using an NDI? An NDI? Was, nope, that's me. My bad. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't know what that is, but uh, no, I haven't shot up any NDI yet. Uh, <laughs> I I hope it improves your performance, whatever it is. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we have uh, we have Dale here, and uh, we're talking about we are we have been talking about Thanksgiving um, a little bit. Hey, Dale, do you want to uh, catch David up by uh, showing how well you have listened by summarizing my position to to Russell? Sure. Um, So so yeah, so so far, David. won't surprise you. He hates Thanksgiving. Uh, in fact, it's the worst holiday um, for him. And there, teddy bears. If that means anything, I mean, I love like puppies. Teddy. You like Teddy? Eh? <laughs> okay. No, no, no. Teddy bears. Oh. Okay. No, Teddy bears. <laughs> okay. I see. Not Teddy the bear. <laughs> All right. That's a different thing. Very well. <laughs> Nobody likes Teddy the bear. Um, anyway, you were saying. All right. Basically, he's got two ver- two reasons as to why. The, the first one is it comes with too much baggage. You know, the, the origin of it, it's all myth. Um, there's a lot of religious association, like that sort of thing. So, And also, he thinks there's a, a confusion between being thankful and being appreciative. Being thankful implies you have to be thankful to a person. Uh, who would be thankful to? God. And obviously, David J. doesn't like that. Um, whereas appreciative is more, you're assigning value to things or persons. And I was just kind of probing David on his second reason when you came in. Okay. All right. Continue on. Good. Uh, well, we'll we'll do that. So I'm I'm just I'm going to I'm going to um, break this down into two pieces. I think I think two pieces, if I can remember them both. Uh, the first, the first piece is. By the way, was I right? In, in yes, some... no, you did, you did you did great. Um, yeah. <laughs> you generally do a good job in summarizing things, which is why I had you do it as opposed to me. Um, so um, 
the first piece I would say uh, is when should we be thankful? Um, and maybe I can maybe I can tighten that up by saying for for what should we be thankful? And then the second thing is to whom uh, should we be thankful? Uh, and I think these are difficult. <clears throat> excuse me. These are difficult questions for Christians. In fact, I started thinking about Thanksgiving when I was a Christian, and when I did like Thanksgiving. <laughs> but I thought about everything, uh, and maybe I thought about everything too much. Maybe I thought too deeply about things that um, didn't need a lot of deep thought. Um, but uh, it it does it it did kind of give me something to struggle with, and I struggle with it even today when I put my Christian hat on. So for the first question, um, for what should we be thankful? Uh, so one of the reasons I'm, I'm glad that I've got Dale on today is because I want to beat Dale up a little bit uh, over Molinism, uh, and, I want, and I want Dale to have a chance to <laughs> defend himself. So Dale, I, I will let the record show I am the one bringing up Molinism. This, this is not you. I never thought to include Molinism and Thanksgiving together. So, <laughs> so, um, so uh, here we go. So the the Molinistic challenge to what we should be thankful for is one has to assume thing that happens in this world, and we don't even have to go full Calvinism, I don't think, but that everything that happens in this world serves to the good for those who love the Lord. And that even though we don't know how, one way or another, God is making good. And that this is ultimately the best possible world. Which means that even one bad thing that happens that God could have stopped, that God didn't stop, must be in the overall picture of good. This is, this is Molinism. This is the problem with Molinism. Uh for many of us that hear those arguments. And so if that is the case, then it would also follow that one has to be thankful for everything that happens or ought to be thankful for everything that happens. And I don't see how that's possible because many bad things happen even by the lights of Christians. Yeah, so so I think under a Molinistic lens, it's, it is possible to be thankful um, at different levels. So I could be thankful overall for God's providence in using bad things that in isolation I wouldn't be thankful for to accomplish his overall purposes and, and achieve the end of saving as many souls as possible in this world. So um, I could be thankful for that aspect um, while still not being happy or, or terribly thankful for the bad act itself that someone got raped or murdered or whatever it is you have in mind. Okay. Um, I'm going to try to just avoid rape because it's such an emotional topic um, that makes people crazy. I, I murder, still, on the other I hand, your um, say that. <laughs> no, no one gets crazy over murder. So let's, um, let's just deal with murder. Um, okay. Child, child is, murdered uh you're walking your child uh 
you know, home from the mall, which is a couple of blocks from you, and there's a random drive-by shooting, and uh, shooters are, uh, gangsters are such bad aim, they're always killing the wrong people. Uh, so your child uh, gets shot by the drive-by shooter. This is the event that we can work with uh, for this example. Now, you're telling me that there is some level where that's good, and I don't see that level at all. Yeah, so you as an atheist obviously wouldn't, you don't believe in God, so you don't believe in souls or salvation or anything like that. But under a, a Christian assumption, um, there would be this end goal, and you could be appreciative of the fact that, well, through this um, suffering and this bad, in isolate, isolated uh, bad thing that happened, we know that the end goal is happening, and I'm appreciative of the end goal um, coming about, so you can be appreciated through this act. Um, believe so it or not, let it, me let me let me just interrupt you there and pull Russell uh, in because I want to I want to see uh, I want to take his temperature at the moment. Uh, Russell, uh, you you heard the last uh, couple of minutes of conversation. Um, you you see something any something at all praiseworthy in uh, drive by four-year-old shot dead um, at, at some level? Um, if it, I, I agree with Dale. I mean, it's just it, it, yeah. in the overall, in the overall arching um, scheme of it all, you can be thankful for, uh, you know, God and what he's got and his providence and stuff, but um, you're not going to be currently thankful in that moment you know you're going to be destroyed you're going to be why, hurt why wouldn't you be thankful in that moment i i said over arson why wouldn't i well because my kids just got shot <laughs> okay i'm going to be like art i'm going to be hurt i'm not going to even be thinking about anything but getting the kid to the hospital so well, is there any point throughout the course of your life where uh you would come to think okay well it was a good thing that that happened i'm, I'm thankful for that and bear in mind, there's a difference between. Oh, sorry, you're talking. About no, no, oh, no, no, ahead, no, it's it's okay. okay. I'm I, uh, I'm trying to create a awkward crosstalk here. So, yeah, I, just, I just wanted to clarify your your distinctions. There's a difference between being thankful and the feeling of gratitude. So obviously, yeah. you're morning, you wouldn't feel gratitude, but you could yeah. still be thankful in, in your heart of hearts, knowing that there is that. So would you intellectually be thankful <laughs> in your heart of hearts uh, for your, I mean, at, at what level and at what point would you be thankful for that? One part of one, one part of me will be thankful that my, my kid is in a, uh, in, in heaven, <laughs> my, that, that, that I'm going to see him again. So I will be thankful for that. No, thank thank goodness he didn't grow up to be a crack dealer. Um, I, that doesn't yeah, that doesn't no, sound, that, that, that gives me hope that that gives me hope that I'll see him again. I can't control the circumstances that that got him shot. I can't, you know, reverse time and and make it but not it, happen. It, but I can be thankful that, he, that I'll see him again. Accountability. So that's at least that's something. No, I'm sorry, Dale. Where am I wrong? What am I missing? Um, what's, well, I think it's just what we, what we've said so far, you're, you're missing that, that it's a multi, there's multiple aspects to this and you're, you're missing that higher 
aspect and you're not being grateful or giving thanks or appreciating whatever word you want to use, um, that higher aspect, you're just looking at this, my kid is shot, that's horrible, um, which obviously is true. You, you have every right to, that's bad. God, God. If it's horrible, if it's bad, then why should I ever look at it as good? I don't, I can't climb up to this higher plane that you're talking about. I don't, I don't understand it. Well, it's, it's, it's not, you don't have to change how you see the isolated act. The isolated act will always be bad. Uh, God will never approve of murder or a child dying. He hates death. He hates that these have to take place. But because God gave us free will, we've, the world is in a fallen state. So these are factually necessary to arrive at the, the end state of saving as many souls as possible. So this is why God allows this to this process to take place it's the only way to get there and so i'm appreciative of the end state and going through this state um but i don't appreciate the isolated act of suffering or the evils that we have to go through and okay so we don't we don't have to pray thank you god for uh letting my kid get shot so let's just put that in the category of something that we're not thankful for um what if what if in that same <clears throat> instance, though, uh, you're you're walking by, uh, th- there's a stranger walking by, and they, they happen to see the gunman raise the gun, and they jump in the way and push your kid out of the way, and they take the bullet and die instead. Now, now can you be thankful for that, or is that just as horrible? This is for me or for either for one, whoever, whoever wants to jump out there and say it's a good thing. Um, because once again, I don't see a good thing there. I mean, from a selfish perspective, I'm glad my kid uh, isn't lying there dead. But this is not a good thing that happened. This is a terrible thing that happened. And it would seem to be a to get down on my knees and pray thanks to God for sparing my son at the expense of someone else. Right, right. Yeah. Well, it, it you know, I'm th- I would be thankful and you said in a selfish way, but I would be thankful that that someone actually saved my kid's life too. You know, I would be thankful to that person as well that gave their life for my kid. So, I mean, there's several areas where I can be uh thankful even still be- by and even still believe that that act was horrendous. Yeah. Am I, I missing something? Well, <laughs> And yeah, no, I think you said it perfectly. Yeah, and even taking out out the Molinistic aspect that obviously you're not going to share as a, as an atheist, and that even, I believe it or not, last night uh, in my professional seminar course, uh, I got a presentation from Dr. Michael Brady, not uh, our Michael Brady, the one that wrote the book, but he's a philosopher in Glasgow, um, and he was doing a presentation on suffering necessary suffering to live a meaningful life and didn't care about heaven or any or saving souls or anything like that it was all from within this perspective the perspective of this world and he was talking about that how suffering can be demonstrated to be necessary to develop a psychological to be psychologically healthy and to have a quote-unquote virtuous character um whatever he meant he means by that so 
even looking at on an earthly perspective, there could be overall benefits that you could focus your attention on and be appreciative of those while not being thankful for the isolated event, perhaps. Well, okay. I, uh, I, I guess I would have to see the lecture to get what you're saying, but that just sounds wackadoo to me. Okay. Uh, suffering, suffering is not to be celebrated. I think there's uh, something particularly evil about uh, uh, elevating suffering as something to be celebrated. It's very Mother Teresa-esque. Um, su suffering is not a good thing. Suffering, if we could eliminate it, we should eliminate it. Um, and I can't, I can't think of a time when there is suffering that we could eliminate that we say, no, the person is better off suffering. Um, so I, I, I simply can't buy that. But I, I guess with my, with my line of questioning, what I want to bring out is that Christians seem to be very, um, very, um, can't think of the word, but they, they, are thankful for the things that they want to be thankful for and are not thankful for the things that they won't, don't want to be thankful for. But under a Molinistic approach, you really should be thankful for everything equally. Um, and there is no, you know, there shouldn't be some arbitrary, well, I'm, I'm thankful for this event, but not that one. If all of the events uh, lead to the salvation of the most possible people, then you should be thankful for every event equally. Because without that event that you're not thankful for, th there wouldn't be the salvation of the most possible people. I, yeah, if, that, if that's, I don't know if that's for me, then yeah, I think you're ab absolutely right. Uh, but I would just, again, distinguish what you're being thankful for. You don't have to be thankful for the evil events themselves in particular. You can be thankful for their occurrence in light of the fact that these end goals taking place. Well, that's a distinction that I cannot fathom, but I will I will let it go and let the audience see if they can fathom it better. Uh, yeah, Russell, you look here. like you're bursting. Look, look, buddy, I came in here, man, and I was like all excited to do a Thanksgiving show, and then I like woke up and you're like, let's do it at eight thirty, and then I was like, man, I missed it. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, I was, I was coming in here and, and Dale tells me that you hate Thanksgiving and, and you don't like this and it's got all this baggage to it. And I'm like, dude, I just want some turkey, man. <laughs> I just want some turkey. And, and the baggage that, I, that, that, that comes with it is going to be leaving all my hips after I'm done. So I, I don't know what's going on here, man. I mean, you came in here, you're all hateful. I'm like, dang on, David, cheer up, man. Eat some turkey. David, just just to warn you, David Hart, <laughs> just, to, just to warn you, never do a Christmas special with him. Uh, just, oh, man. <laughs> I, I did it. I did it with three of the three of them. They all hated Christmas. It was so depressing. <laughs> and, and at least most atheists should like Thanksgiving. I mean, you eat a lot, man, and there's almost nothing better than sweet potato casserole and pie, dude. I mean, well, come on, man. You gotta at least like something like that. Come on, tell tell us that you're least thankful for pie or sweet potato casserole. Come on. Right. So uh, <laughs> before we get to pie and sweet potato casserole, let's look at the other uh, piece of uh, Thanksgiving, which is to whom uh, we're thankful. 
and this is a this is a thing that I think is very important. I think it's I think it's crucial, and I think it's probably the thing about Thanksgiving the way uh, I experienced as a Christian that bothers me the most. It's the misattribution of thanks, and so when people um, when people do good things for you, they and I I believe that firmly. Uh, so my list of people that I have to thank for getting me to this place in life is long. Uh, I cannot remember them all. I, I cannot thank them all uh, by name. But, you know, I, I often take time, uh, not once a year, but a little bit of every day uh, and reflect on the people uh, that have uh, done small and great things uh, for me. And as I said, there there have been many. I might talk about uh, some of them if uh, if there's time. If not here, uh, then certainly on the blog. Um, but when someone does something good for you and then you misattribute that thanks to someone else, then you've done a bad thing. You haven't done a good thing at all. Um, so a classic example uh, of this is a person goes in for uh, cancer surgery and the doctor uh, goes in and he removes the tumor and he does all the things that doctors do and you come out and you're fine and you're free of cancer. And the first thing you do is thank God. And maybe you get around to thanking the doctor. <laughs> the doctor has spent uh, most of his life or her life studying this disease, banging their head over this disease, missing Thanksgiving <laughs> in some cases uh, over this disease and Christmas and holidays and puppies uh, to do battle with this terrible, evil thing so that at this moment in time, they can treat you and save your life. Uh, there is an old joke, um, and it goes like this. Uh, the doctor looks at the patient, and he says, if you thank God one more time, I'm going to put the tumor back. <laughs> and so um, this is, this is um, an example of classic misattribution, and this is one of the reasons why I don't go in for the generic feeling of um, thankfulness as if to... Um, a universe or force that has done something for me when in fact uh, there are people that I have to thank uh, that are not some nebulous universal force. So uh, it's, it's the misattribution of thanks uh, that is um, particularly galling for me. Dale, you've been quiet. Yeah. Um, believe it or not. So I, I agree with you fully. Um, although I'm going to take, use your own words to take you to task a little bit. Um, <clears throat> so I think that the misattribution of thanks is, is wrong. Um, in fact, I think that my own church, uh, they're hardcore reformed Calvinists and, and that sort of thing. You almost get the impression humans don't deserve any credit at all. It's always God for everything. And I think that's wrong. You know, if, if I open a door, I did that. I should, I should be thanked. Um, However, the, the part where I'm going to take you to task is that, so yes, you should thank the doctor, 
He did, he did stuff to help you. But don't forget that God's role. God did do something in that. He, he, deserve, he does deserve thanks to an appropriate degree for what he did in that situation. You know, maybe he helped the doctor uh, when he was doing his studies or he providentially was involved or something like that. So if you forget that God God's deserves thanks in everything that happens, um, then right there you are misapplying thanks and you're not thanking a, a person properly. I would absolutely agree with you. If you could show that there was a God who was doing something to help the doctor that helped me recover. But just the assumption that, oh, well, God must have done this because this good outcome happened and God must have done something, so I'm going to save some of my thanks for God. It, it seems very nebulous uh, to just say, I, I don't know exactly what he did, but I'm going to give him uh, at least half of this thanks anyway because he must have done something. And there, there is this biblical uh, passage. I can't recall what it is right now because I didn't do any study before this uh, show, but Dale, you'll recognize it. Uh, I want to say it's in James, maybe, but um, where he says, um, don't say uh, that I will do this or that, but rather uh, that if, if God wills, I will do this or that, because you can't, you can't do anything without God. Mm -hmm. There is this notion uh, in the Bible that nothing you do is without God, and that you you really can't accomplish anything um, unless unless it's God that does the accomplishing. So I would I would just push back a little bit on you there, and I would say that your uh, Reformed Calvinist Church is right when it comes to their interpretation of of what the Bible says. Well, I I, I think that they're right in that God is always involved in everything that happens at, at a minimum. Number one, He created it. And he's sustaining us. So at a minimum, he always deserves thanks for that in every state of affairs. And on top of that, yeah, maybe we're not aware of everything that God is doing in every circumstance, but you can just give a general thanks. You know, hey, God, God I, I also thank you even for things that I'm not aware of that you're doing for me. You know, I do that all the time. So. Yeah, and so I, I would think that if there are, in fact, things that you should be thankful for and you're attributing it to someone who didn't do anything, I mean, it's it, it would be kind of like attributing um, certain good things that happen in your life to me uh, when I didn't have anything to do with it. I mean, thanks, I guess, but you're wrong. You should, you should maybe uh, give that thanks. Uh, to your teachers or your parents or uh, to to you know the person who helped you study or something. Don't don't give it to me. Um, don't give it to Russell. He clearly didn't do anything. He's eating turkey. Um, so you know, thank, you know, thank the um, thank the people that it goes to. But it is it is a little bit of an insult to only half thank the people who deserve it and then thank some other nebulous force that had nothing to do with it. Well, that's, I, I think he's trying to say that there's at some level, God is involved. Right, Dale? I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I, but even I, though I, you I, don't know what level it the, is. Well, sure. I mean, well, well, we got one level, uh, is if you're a Molinist, uh, that God actuated a world where that doctor was in the right place at the right time to do the surgery. 
I mean, so hey, am I am I wrong, Dale? Is that that's kind of that's one one level right there? Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, so, I love I love that it's two against one. I, I've never experienced this. It's usually when we do roundtables, it's three atheists all against me, and so it's it's interesting. Dale, Dale, both of you were here when I did uh, three Christians talk about hell. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> both of you were there. You were right there. <laughs> that was more an interview. Like you, it wasn't really a debate. You were yeah. just sort of interviewing us. I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. No, I, he he jumped he jumped clear out of the way of the debate on that one. He he admitted it profusely that he was just trying to get the opinions of the Christians on this. <laughs> yes. I, I don't know that I am uh, what you might call vigorously debating today. Uh, but I am uh, hopefully uh, opening the issue up to greater, deeper thought, you know, maybe thought beyond uh, the nice turkey and then the Christmas presents you'll get next month. Uh, you know, there, there's a little bit more maybe to think about. Um, yeah, and, and, and I will, I will for David J's sake, uh, Always with these last names. There's so many Davids after David this is R. Why I just called him Russell, and then no one oh, okay. was confused. Yeah, you're good. That you know. Call me Russell. It's fine. Okay. Um, so he looks like a Russell. He doesn't look like a David. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, all right. So, so uh, David uh, or and or David J and or Johnson, whatever you like. Um, <laughs> uh, what did I, you I about my Johnson. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Just call him. Not Russell. a chicken leg, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wasn't listening. Uh, go ahead. Say that again. <laughs> um, so yeah, I I am affirming your main point that it's it's wrong to misapply thanks. Human beings do deserve thanks. That doctor deserves thanks for what he did um, in saving your life or or doing the surgery or something. Uh, I, I'm familiar with it right now. My my dad just had surgery to to remove cancer. Um, we thanked the doctor um, as well as thanking God. So, yeah, you, you do the best you can. Sometimes you will accidentally misapply thanks. I, even without God, I do that on a human level. I've, I've falsely thanked someone for something that other people have done. Um, that was my mistake. When I found out, I said, okay, yeah, my bad. I thank you then instead. So we just do the best we can. Yeah, okay. So there's there's this other category of um of thankfulness and this is where we get into that kind of generic um thanks. And it's again one of these places where I think that Christians and atheists you know it sounds like they're talking about the same thing but they're really not. Uh because uh you Dale and I doubt that you Russell actually believe in a generic sense of thanks. I think that what you would call the generic thankfulness is thankfulness to God for the things that you you can't be sure of what he did, but you know he did something. Uh, in other words, you're not thankful generically to the universe. Uh, this, this is not some new age thing. You're thankful to God, uh, even though you may not have um, specific things that you're thankful for. And so when when a Christian says something like, well, aren't you at least generically thankful? I understand where that's coming from. And from the way the Christian means it, no. I, I do not have the same sense of I am generically thankful because that generic thanks for the Christian is not generic at all. It's a very specific thanks to God, and I do not participate in that. 
Uh, who's responding to this? Is me? Uh, apparently I'll, nobody. I'll uh, just keep going. I think, uh, you, you know, I, I don't know really what to say on that. I, I wouldn't know where to even begin. Okay, so... so, so I, would, I would let Dale take this one. So here's my take. I, I think I agree with you again, uh, Johnson, because in the first place, yeah, I, Christians in the Bible were not supposed to believe in luck or fate or things like this. So... These are usually what things are based on when we have this generic sense, you know, a certain state of affairs just happens to come our way. Man, that was lucky. Wow. I'm so thankful. Um, so I, I do think that what's going on is is when you have these experiences of, of general appreciation or generic thankfulness, it, it is really going to God and we're mis people are misapplying it to luck or chance or something like that. Um yeah, I, I, I that think. is exactly what I would have said when I was a Christian, Dale. So, um, for for once, we would have said the same thing. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad, but <laughs> <laughs> well, I was I was crazy. Uh, I I had some crazy beliefs too uh, when I was a Christian, but um, and I also had a uh, not I wasn't Calvinist, but I did have some Calvinist leanings. I would say so. There, there are a few things that you and I might have agreed on that, uh, you know, I hesitate to admit uh, now. But that's that's definitely one of the things that we would have agreed on. And I, I, this is why I talked at the beginning about the difference between thankfulness and appreciation. Because yes, we uh, we atheists do have uh, this sense. Uh, in fact, sometimes a very strong sense of uh, appreciation. What is often, I think, misattributed as gratitude or thankfulness. Uh, for uh, the many good things that have happened to us generically. Uh, just let me give you an example, uh, for instance. Uh, we might say, I'm really thankful uh, for being born in America at, at the born, you know, as opposed to, say, being born in Africa or born in, you know, Rome or born in um, uh, one of... Uh, Canaan, you know, when, when, you know, the Canaanites were <laughs> opposed to the Jews, uh, that would have been a bad time uh, in place. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm glad that I was born here at this time. Well, who do I thank for that exactly? Well, I don't thank my parents for that. I mean, my parents, were, they were born here too. They didn't, it's, it's not like they made some conscious decision to move to America <laughs> and, and then to be uh, born at this particular time in history. That's, you know, uh, thanks, mom, for not aborting me. Um, but other than that, I, that's not really uh, a place where you uh, send thanks. So how do you express uh, your feeling of uh, appreciation for being born at this time? For the Christian, the Christian would thank God for being born at this time. The atheist would not do that. Uh, and yet they would say, well, I'm generally thankful for this. Well, I'm not thankful for this, folks. It's an accident of nature. But I do appreciate it, and I'm glad that it happened. Uh, this is a bit of serendipity that uh, I did not earn, uh, and I recognize that. And so uh, as I have some advantages just being here in America at the time that I'm in, I have certain advantages over other people in the world just because they were born somewhere else. Um, once again, am I thanking God 
for these advantages? Did God advantage me uh, and not them? No, I think that's I think that's a terrible uh, thought, and I think that's the kind of thought that Christians indulge in that atheists should not indulge in. Yeah, I mean, I I I hear what you're saying, but I I, I still think you're thankful in a way, and. <laughs> No, I promise I'm and, not. And you know what? <laughs> I think you're just saying it in so many words. You're appreciative and, and this and that. But uh, yeah, if if you want something to, uh, uh, you, you know, you might thank God and stuff like that. But, uh, it, you know, I mean, how do you express that? I mean, eat some pie, dude. And some turkey <laughs> on, on Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think um... – yeah, we'll get there. Because I, know that, I know that we're about to lose Bill and probably about to lose you too. Uh, every, yeah, everyone, has time, everyone has time crunch uh, on this, except for me. This is the first day that I don't have any time constraints. Yay. Um, later in the day, if you want to get back on and, and, and do something, but that's. Well, no, yeah, no, we'll, we'll keep it. We'll keep it short and neat. Um, that's, that's fine. Uh, Dale, did you have anything to uh, add to that? Because I, I just, I just gave an example of something that a lot of people are generically thankful for. That I don't think is a is a subject of thanks, a proper subject of thanks, and Christians probably would. So I mean, what? How how do you see that the the fact that you were born in an advantageous place in time as opposed to someone else? Yeah. So I think David uh, David R. David Russell actually phrased it really well a while back in a different context when he was saying like everything that happens, right? It, it happens in accordance with God's providence and everyone is born at the right time. Those Canaanites should be grateful that they were born at that time, regardless of what happened. That was the right time for God's overall plan to come about. Um, now they, they wouldn't be thankful that they got slaughtered or killed by the Israelites, but nonetheless, but, you know, it's God's plan. They need it. It was good for, it was good for the world. Yeah. They, they, they're not they're misapplying um, thankfulness if they're not being grateful. I'm grateful for my place, even when bad things, you know, I'm, I'm grateful that I've been privy to skeptics and seekers, even when it hasn't been the greatest experience. I, I've had no luck getting through to any of the skeptics and stuff. So you might say, oh, well, this is horrible. You, you've just been attacked by skeptics and they, they haven't appreciated any of your work. They, they think you're a joke and stuff like that. But I don't, you shouldn't see it that way. I'm grateful that I'm getting there to do my best to obey him and, sh- and share the word as best I can and even be able to learn and listen and learn. And, and you can pay attention to some of the lessons that you learn. I've grown as a person from two years ago when I've started. I've, I've become a better person in some ways. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for some credit. You you helped me because so thank you, thank you, David J. And I still thank God. Um, you know, thank you, David R. He's helped me out. He came on with Gary Habermas the other day. So yeah. So uh, one one more one more kind of challenging idea before uh, finishing with some good stuff. Uh, so we'll get to your pie here. Um, uh, <laughs> That's all David R. Uh, been waiting for us. Uh, uh, but let's <laughs> let's let's get to the pie in the in the dark way first. Oh man. Um. Yeah. So you you have a nice, lovely family. Um, uh, many would be envious. Um, 
they should be. You've done well, and um, you should feel uh, some pride in that. Uh, unfortunately, you do not because you're a Christian, and pride is one of the seven deadly sins. But I will feel the pride for you um, and uh, indulge in a few other deadly sins when this podcast is over. Um, you are in a good place is what I'm saying. And Dale, you know, your little speech just now, you just made that speech from free Canada <laughs> yeah. on the internet, man. You're, you're not suffering persecution. Uh, your, your star has risen since you've been on skeptics and seekers, you know, try running from a squad who's trying to behead you and uh, tell me how thankful you are. Um, but we are, we are all in a good place uh, in life and we can put you know, dead birds on our table uh, and dress them with all types of vegetation, vegetation and cornucopia. Uh, and we can eat uh, things that are bad for our health and eat an amount that would uh, amount to gluttony by any uh, first century and prior standard. We, we can do this, and yet we have neighbors down the street and in other countries that are out of sight and out of mind, we are so thankful to God for our cornucopia. And this seems to be one of those times when we forget uh, that God was not so gracious to the other people uh, in the world who do not have that and are, you know, eating dirt, <laughs> you know. So I don't, I am not, in fact, quite as uh, taken by the rich spread of, uh, of food on wealthy people's table during Thanksgiving, and then they sit and they're thankful for the overflow of their wealth. Uh, I feel uncomfortable, uh, as if we were at a table uh, in a family, and we've got, you know, 10, 10 kids in that family. And um, four of the kids are eating well and six of the kids are off in the corner eating nothing at all and the four kids are saying thank you daddy for this wonderful meal uh and they don't have to they don't have to worry about those other four kids they're in the corner they're in another room they're starving um this is this is what thanksgiving feels like more and more to me every year uh as we are thankful for something that is a, a matter of sheer luck uh that we have this fortune while much of the rest of the world uh, waits for a handout. That that seems wrong. Well, David, you sound like a missionary, my friend. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, honestly, I, you're right. I, I, there is, um, I, I think there's a selfish uh, thing to to this. Uh, uh, people do overindulge and stuff like that. But um, what are we doing to make the world a better place? Uh, if, if I, I still, sh I should, I don't feel ashamed in celebrating a holiday and eating, uh, while I'm still trying to do work and help make other people's lives better in whatever form or way I can. Um, I'm also, um, looking at this as, yeah, there is a real human problem that is going on where people are starving. Uh, I think I, I read this one one Pew poll. It was a long time ago, and I can't even I can't cite it fully, so don't take it as gospel, obviously. But it said that our leftovers could feed the world twice over. 
you know, America's leftovers, <laughs> pretty much. And that's very true. So I, I think of this more as a human problem. Um, God's given us the ability to feed the world, yet we're still allowing people to suffer. And I think there's a lot of components to that. There's obviously other people's free will where there's, you know, we try to give aid and food to other countries that uh, are going through drought and and starvation and, and so forth or famine, whatever it is. And then warlords will come and take over the, the shipment and not even hand it out, but hoard it. You know, it's just crazy, the human uh, element that's there. But to be over here and to be thankful for surviving in a new country and then passing that that tradition down i mean i don't i don't have a problem with it uh as long as to me as long as i'm being thankful for my family and, and being thankful for you know the the things that uh i do to try to you know that the, the, or the the i guess the ability to try to be able to help out uh other people that are less fortunate you know, so I I don't have a problem with it. I I'm interested to hear Dale's thoughts on that one. Yeah, so I'm I'm totally with what David R said. So I, you know, when you were saying this, uh, David J, uh, giving your little your little speech, and you're absolutely right about all these poor people. But I was reminded of the story of Jesus being anointed with oil, and Judas saying. What the heck are you doing, Jesus? We could have used that, sold it, got money, and given it to the poor. You you wasted this by having this woman anoint you. And, and Jesus says, get out of here, Judas. She's doing something good. You know, stop with this constantly doing a utilitarian calculation. How can I do the maximal amount of utility? It's like humans, we're not capable of that. Just relax. We're doing the best we can. We're allowed to enjoy the fruits uh, of of our labor and that God, what God has given us, and be grateful for that, while at the same time doing our best to be responsible, responsible and helping others. But I feel no guilt or shame that, oh my gosh, I'm having turkey and mashed potatoes. I could have shipped off mashed potatoes into three parts, and, and you know, three countries, given it to India, given it to. <laughs> that's not what we're meant to be doing so and you didn't even send them the pie you send them mashed potatoes man well, well i the pie. <laughs> say pies so, so uh it's funny you should uh, mention that uh story uh i don't i don't remember if it was judas that said that or not but i'm i'm with judas uh on that yeah. in that particular case that's i actually thought i actually <laughs> thought judas that sounds about right, right david <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, so, so let's, let's wrap this up on a, on a good note. Uh, so I'm going to just spring this on you as I spring it on myself. And as I spring it on the audience, I'm going to ask the audience per to participate in this particular exercise on the board and uh, we will do it right here. And I will start to give my other uh, companions a chance to think because they need more time to think than I do. Um, and I'm so thankful that I'm so much smarter than them. Is that okay? Can I say that? Is what, that... what was your IQ again? Already, we're just going to cut living, that out. Hey, we're you're just, already, you're already living in a delusion. So we're just, okay. we're going to edit all that out. Uh, what hey, I'm, hey, going to... R, I'm not going to reveal it because he told me not to reveal it. But one time when we first started, he told me his IQ, and it was higher than Albert Einstein's. So uh, <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. But that it's, was a joke. It's high enough to be embarrassing. Um, uh, and so I would, and you say, how can an IQ be embarrassing? 
it's it's a matter of what you have done with it. And so if you haven't done anything with it <laughs> and you have a a notably high IQ, then it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. I have I have an IQ high enough to be embarrassing. Uh, so it. it's it's not it's not actually something that I uh, take much pride in. Uh, that said, um, let's let's talk about uh, or just give briefly three three things. Challenge yourself uh, that you are thankful for, and the people that you are thankful to, and not mention God. Because we just assume, all of you Christians, you thank God for everything. Okay, got it. Let's let's try let's try uh, <laughs> some Thanksgiving uh, with some human attribution, if possible. So uh, I'm going to uh, take my first uh, pick as I am thankful uh, to Sarah uh, on the board. Uh, I am particularly thankful to Sarah from the first time I read. Uh, one of her posts, I knew that uh, she was special, uh, and I invited her to be a part of the book, uh, still unbelievable, uh, because she had uh, a story to tell in a, in a way of telling it that was compelling. And I think the thing that I have appreciated uh, from Sarah is her ability to humanize uh, some of what I only theologize. Um, and she puts a, she puts a human face and a human spin on it. And who knows, she may have been a terrible Christian. She's, a, she's an awful atheist, that's for sure, but she's an excellent human being. Uh, and I try to, uh, I try to temper my, my rantiness, uh, with her humanization uh, I fail miserably, but I will continue to uh, try. So thank you, Sarah, for uh, for that. And I I wish you would be on the show uh, a bit more often. Um, I thank a person named Nadine Lassard. Uh, I met Nadine Lassard um, many years ago when I lived in um, Portland, Oregon, uh, Vancouver, Washington. Uh, my did my senior year in um, Vancouver. Actually, was it Vancouver? <laughs> yeah, Vancouver. Uh, I spent my first year of college, um, year and a half of college in uh, Portland. And uh, Nadine came alongside me. Um, I, was, I was far away from my parents uh, at the time, long story. Um, and she took me under her wing and she saw in me some musical talent. Uh, and she uh, and she cultivated that. She spent a lot of time and money. She took me into her home so that I could stay um, in Portland, go to school in Vancouver and um, be uh, mentored by uh, an amazing blind musician. Um, she financed uh, my music, uh, my first recording studio, um, every, everything that I know about recording and much of what I uh, came to know about playing the piano and uh, being successful in pop music. Uh, I learned because of her and I greatly disappointed her uh, some years later 
and that has haunted me um, forever. Not a day goes by uh, that I am not haunted by that. Uh, but I, there are few people beyond my parents uh, that I have more to be thankful to than Nadine Lassard, who uh, would be long past by now. Uh, but thank you, uh, Nadine. And um, finally, I'm going to thank um, a Christian friend of mine. Uh, his name is Mac Dolphin. He does not listen to this show. Um, he's an old man, an old white man. Um, uh, he, uh, and I, I should throw in John Taylor in there too, uh, and their families. But these are people who um, took me in in my last outpost as a Christian. Um, their uh, church, when it existed, I... I went there, my wife and I, and we found a a home. They were extremely. It was it was a branch. It was a branch of a conservative church that was extremely liberal, <laughs> and uh, they were liberal in ways that uh, made them pariahs to the rest of the denomination. But in that time, uh, they taught me a humanity and a form of Christianity that transcended religion and ideology. I was forever changed uh, by them and uh, to the degree that I have any good to say about Christianity at all. It is due very largely to uh, Mac Dauphin and uh, the crew. there in Birmingham and those associated with the Greater Birmingham Ministries, and um, so I'm I'm extremely grateful. They, uh, beyond my parents, are the most influential people in showing me a type of Christianity uh, that might, in fact, be worth saving. Uh, so thank you, Mac, uh, for that. All right. Well, I'll, I'll go next because I, I actually got to roll out now, so if Dale doesn't mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, just if you could be quick because I got a class. I am, yeah, so. I'll be super quick. I'm yeah. I'm thankful for the Skeptics and Seekers family and, and, and uh, you know, all you guys here. I'm, and Dale, you're, you're part of that. I'm also thankful for uh, my other the, the my other. Uh, family uh, that do proselytize or apostatize. I mean, we've had a great time, and we're we're doing this ministry together. And I'm, I'm truly thankful that I'm I'm able to take part uh, in all of it. And I I mean I enjoy it immensely. Um, so that's kind of like uh, the first uh, two things. And finally, my family, man. I, you know, uh, they stand by me. They support me. And uh, yeah, I mean. What what else can I be uh, thankful for but that and the church family? So that's four things, actually. But uh, as far as the people, there goes the people. Uh, so, Dale, go ahead. All right. All right. Cool. Yeah. So I uh, just want to say I'll, I thank my family as well to start off there. They've been supportive throughout all of my life when I was growing up and, and everything like that. So I'm, I'm very thankful for them. Um, great family. Uh, I'm also thankful to, uh, as we found out in the show, I haven't said it enough, so 
David Johnson. I'm thank, thankful that I met you and got to work with you on Skeptics and Seekers and, and all of that. Uh, that's helped improve my life and that sort of thing. And I'm thankful to Gary Habermas, who's, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be here. You know, him spending 10 years, he is a large reason as to why I'm a saved Christian right now. So, I mean, that's that's really important. So, yeah, those are my three thanks. I'm also thankful to Gary Habermas. Uh, actually, he was, uh, I want to say he was the first big guest on the show, but that's, I mean, Browser was really the first mm. on the show, but uh, I had, I had a, you know, started forming a relationship with Randall already. So outside of people that I knew, Gary was the first um, to come on the show and make it something where I could then tell other people, oh, we've had Gary Habermas on. <laughs> and they would say, oh, okay, it must be okay then. Uh, so even though Gary Habermas and I did not have uh, the best of conversations, um, uh, I am I am grateful to him for coming on the show. Uh, he he did me more good than I did him. Awesome. Uh, that said, uh, folks, uh, that's Thanksgiving. I hope that you um, uh, I hope that you participate. Um, and so, yes, you're you're going to have a few screes based on some of the things that are said, but finish off your screes uh, with three things that you're thankful for. Uh, that's going to make a very delightful uh, board this week. Everyone be safe. And uh, until next time, this has been Skeptics and Seekers. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. All right, guys. Thanks. Thanks.